oikonomikos, Kyle? It's Greek for economics because it's Economics Wednesday. You get it, Kyle? Darbycast doctors, welcome. You're here. What to talk about today? There's so many things. There's always a ton of things. Sometimes I'm like, ah, I don't know what to come up with, to lay down for the people, give them what they want. But truly, there's just a nearly limitless amount of fun things to talk about. Too many fun things.com. Don't go there. That's probably an inappropriate site. You know, I was thinking about something pretty big today. I was having a conversation with a dear friend of mine, and I was like, why does it feel like so many people kind of left to far left? Why do they seem so miserable? And we arrived at the conclusion is that their morality and their God is um, their politics. No separation of church and state. Do you understand? Boy, that's a rough space in which to live because the way this election has been framed, I'll get into a little bit of election stuff, right? As people are describing it, I'm hearing this from the, from the left, that this is a moral referendum on the character and spirit of the nation. And I'm like, those are big words to throw around for a godless heathen like you, sir or ma'am. And it's going to be a hell of a show, right? Because people on the right, they generally believe in some kind of God. A lot of people in the U.S., that God is the big guy. That God is JC. That God is the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. Okay? And an election can't take him out, right? But when your religion is your politics and you lose a major election and your God is just murdered, boy, having that on the table, then you understand the stakes of the game, right? That's why these people, they lose their freaking minds. Because no matter how this election goes, I think people will still go to church. They'll still go to worship. They will. But how disillusioned would you be if your sense of morality and your God was slain by Donnie J? Whew. Now I'm starting to get it, right? This is kind of the big aha moment where it's like no separation of church and state, but in a different context than I had thought about it before. Man, replacing God with the state, very high-risk maneuver. If Donnie J loses, people will be upset. They will. They will. But I don't think they're absolutely going to lose their minds and just go haywire. I think they're going to be like, okay, we don't have the same kind of power in government that we wanted. Better go to work and stick to our guns, both literally and figuratively. And we're going to keep pushing forward and loving our families and our communities and this great country of ours. That is my perception. I think if Biden wins, I think the left is going to be incredibly smug. I just see Smug City USA. Bunch of people being like, uh, 
<laughs> a lot of those noises. I see that. I anticipate hearing those things. Very interesting. Is it not? It is. Boom. Beat you to it. It is interesting. And you realize Biden is just a husk of a candidate, right? Like, say what you want about Donnie J, but he is a big personality who makes people feel all sorts of different ways, right? Biden is the most milquetoast candidate I've ever seen in my entire life. And he's, he's exhausted. And I get it. He's an old fella. He's tuckered out. I'm looking at the support for Biden versus the support at Trump rallies. Boy, is that a stark contrast. Boy, is that rough. If Biden wins, Biden should win based on the amount of money and advertising. Like if, you know, because that's part of that's part of the new religion is advertising all the time, everywhere. How many things tell you, whatever screen you're on, I wonder how many times a day you see a reminder to vote if you use a screen, right? Your cell phone, your tablet, your computer, your TV. You want to turn on a sports game and it's like, vote. And you know they want you to vote for Biden, right? When somebody says, like, go out and vote, they're not saying that, like, go vote for Donald J. Trump. I don't think that's the case. But I think there is an interesting psychological effect that goes with having something shoved in your face repeatedly for quite some time. It's a rejection of said thing. And I think there may be a Donnie J landslide. Boy, would that tickle some pickles and explode some noggins. It would. Personally, I think that the powers that be and if you want to know more about the powers that be, you go back and you listen to the Illuminati Mike series on DarbyCast, part one, two, three, four, and five. I think the powers that be want Donnie J to win. I think they know about this psychological effect of just throwing Donnie J out there as the ultra counterculture icon. Because everybody wants to be kind of hip, edgy, cool counterculture. There's going to be some blue-haired fat chicks who vote for Donnie J. Mark my words. Because it's counterculture. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. But I think the powers that be want Donnie J to win to justify the craziness of the response of their people, their minions, their foot soldiers, their arsonists, the old loot magoot, the old Arson McGarson. That's a hell of a name, right? Hey, the name's Arson McGarson. Here to stay. If you see anybody or hear of anybody named anything like that, get them the hell out of there. Or you get out of there, right? Boy, this is just a fascinating time. A lot of people are real bummed out. They're like, oh, things are going to get crazy. I'm like, why aren't you excited to see what happens? This is the greatest drama ever to play out ever in real life or, uh, you know, in movies, 
It's a great drama. Sure, it's all one big show, and no matter who wins, I think the people who are making the biggest moves, people in top industries, think they're still going to be doing fine. But what a dog and pony show this has been. What a dog and pony show. Yeah. Decent voter turnout. They really want you to go out and vote. Obviously for Biden. You log into Instagram and it's like, do you need to go vote? It's like, you people don't really like Donnie J. You look at the political contributions of people within these companies. They're almost exclusively going to Democratic candidates. We know your politics. But my question to you is, are they doing this on purpose? Is the psychological effect of oversaturation of trying to get you fired up on the expired vanilla ice cream that is Joe Biden, is that meant to have the psychological effect of pushing people towards Donnie J? And then only the most loyal lunatics remain on the left and they are just going to fucking lose it. This is how I see it playing out, how I've just laid it all down. And it's an adventure. It's a big adventure. I could be totally off. I could be way off. I don't pay attention to the polls. I have no idea what the polls say. A lot of you are saying, data-driven, you son of a bitch. And I get that. I get that. But I think this is going to be 2016 all over again, part two. You get that? Listen, here's the deal. I don't know who's going to win. But if your guy doesn't win, here's how you should respond. Realistically. You're like, ah, shucks. And then continue with the things that are like really meaningful to you. Let's talk about the spheres of reality, right? You've got yourself which is your mind, body, and spirit. You've got your family and their mind, bodies, and spirits. Then you've got the neighborhood. Then you've got the community. Then you've got the city. Then you've got the region. Then you've got the state. Then you've got the country. Boy, are people focused on the biggest blocks of reality right now, as if those blocks have humongous bearing on the tiniest blocks. People are allowing those huge blocks to have a major effect on their tiny blocks. Do you see that? Do you see that? And I know I'm just kind of spitballing here and digesting things as I mull over my thoughts, but it's adventure time. It is adventure time. So no matter what happens, smash the fortune cookie and eat the paper and then jump off a cliff with a hang glider, metaphorically speaking. Because this is all one big adventure. And if you take things far too seriously, which many people are, conflate church and state in the way I described earlier for people on the left. If you take every situation as a moral catastrophe, boy, is that going to bum you out. And I know I'm punching left here on this episode. I got a lot of friends who are on the left, and I love them. I absolutely love them. I don't agree with them on a ton of stuff, but whatever. It's going to be an interesting show. It is going to be an interesting show. There's another way this whole thing could go down. Things could get ugly. 
things could get pretty. A lot of people have been anticipating such a thing. I, for one, don't think it's going to happen, but I won't rule it out as a absolute zero possibility, right? You get it. What a disaster. What a disaster. You know who I want to win this election? The American people. The American people who need to take a little bit of power back from both the government and the corporations that have their mitts all over everybody's life, right? Kind of slipped in the back door. Government and corporations. They kind of uh, wine and dined the country a little bit. They're like, look at all these gadgets and gizmos, and look at how, you want free money? Huh? Boy, is that a seductive offer, right? You're like, hey, you want to get a little fucked up, and then I'll give you some free stuff? Want some cool shit? Boy, sir, do tell. There are no free lunches. Boy, they just slid right in. In America, as you're getting plowed, you're getting done dirty in a little bit of a, you know, kind of a sense. Maybe you withdraw consent a little bit and you say, guys, would you stop raping us as a country? Those corrupt people in government and corporations. Hey, take it out. I'm going to call the cops. Whatever that looks like. Very interesting. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the Darby cast before, but Ralph Waldo Emerson, many years ago, that's what you say when you don't know the exact date of something. Many years ago, he wrote the words rape culture to describe, you catch that? Rape culture? To describe the tenuous relationships betwixt business, government, and the land and the people. Of a country. Taking a whole lot, not giving anything back. Right? Classic date rapists, some of these corporations. Classic. You think you found the perfect person, but then you realize they've roofied your phone with a digital roofie. And boy, are you woozy. And they're like, all right, time to take it all. And it's like, get the fuck away. All right? You pig-headed spider demon, you? I don't know if you say that, but that's a cool thing to say. Say, I'm about to lay waste to you, you pig-headed spider demon. Get out of town. I don't know. Darby cast.